to you live from Get Your Hands Off My Penis. It's time for Destiny Down Under. G'day and welcome to the 174th episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. My name is Log Powerslave and as every week I'm joined by none other than 200k YouTuber Mylan fucking games. How about that? Hey? Um, next time you speak to me, you'll address me as Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord Mylan, thank you very fucking much. 200k Poggers on... <laughs> On YouTube, fuck! It took you Adam. ages, but <laughs> dude, I was I was sitting at one hundred ninety five thousand for a while, a fucking while. Like so I was, yeah, I was there. fully prepared to jump into the fray and motivate you by racing you to two hundred k, despite having Ooh. like eighteen hundred followers. <laughs> even even Bife, even Bife, even a shout out from Bife didn't even move the needle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, no, not British enough. <laughs> not British enough. This week we not are joined British. by absolute champion of the uh, Aussie Destiny community, oh, Ain't Pro. Fucking good bloke. Met you at PAX, had beers, all that sort of stuff, all the good shit. Um, G'day guys. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna jump into talking about a heap of Destiny and all that sort of stuff. But as every week, we'll do the the round the grounds and, and check in on everyone. Um, Maddie, how's your week been? You've just come from a pretty pretty good stream, I think. <sighs> Doctor Disrespect Mate. Road. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but Dr. Disrespect's now playing Destiny, by the way, and he just tuned into my stream and thought, wow, what a gamer. What an absolute gamer. No, uh, I got a really massive host from uh, Grenada Jake, who's hosted me when I very first started streaming, actually. Great. Um, yeah, like Jake's, a- Jake's hit me up as well, man. He's 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 a lad. He's a, he's yeah, a very, really cool. very good dude. So, very good dude. Um, my strategy was I had a thousand people that, uh, you know, super keen on PVP and, um, we dressed the dog up in wedding, <laughs> in a wedding dress. Amazing. <laughs> we just beat everyone into submission, just set the expectation very low. This is not a PVP stream. <laughs> um, we just spoke for a little bit and we, we hit actually uh over a thousand twitch subscriptions in the same stream we had congratulations yeah thank you i mean um it was it was a big goal to the fireside reading of the anthology and uh the goal was a thousand uh twitch subscriptions and like i said on the video release this morning basically classic destiny community just brute force it it was like a couple a handful of people who gave like Two hundreds of Twitch subscriptions. Like, Jeez. give me the law, give me the rating. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Why aren't you doing it now? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been. Honestly, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sentimental because we're at the beginning of the podcast. But it, it's given me a really big boost to, to put a lot more effort into content creation and to do that after my PhD. So, GGs, thank you guys. Man, it's almost like, you know, all you really needed all along was, you know, that that one good mate in your corner telling you to go and stream more. 
and they're, they're all panning out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, ir- the irony is that this all stemmed from the bungee bounty, you know? This all stemmed <laughs> from the bungee bounty and me. To be honest, the law of this stems from Surface of God. That one kid that got fucking wrecked and that. <laughs> and then we made friends and we've made up. And I still haven't hosted him. I don't know if he's about. I need to host him. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to give him 500. <laughs> for being a troll. <laughs> I was going to dud the fucking DDU. <laughs> this oh, one was man. safe. Hey, what have you been up to this week, dude? What's been going on? This week? This um, week. Just trying to. Trying to trying to stay safe. I in Destiny just cracking out the Fell Winters, man. Oh, trying to get my head around that because I never played D one. That's what a lot of people pop in and they're like, "Did you play D one? Did you do Rise of Light?" No, I didn't. I think the most D one I played was the vanilla campaign when my friend bought a Xbox three hundred and sixty S or whatever the slim one was, and we played through it once. And I didn't have the time or money to buy an Xbox at that point. And and then yeah, returning to this. Obviously, the luster of that gun has been sort of lost on me, but putting in oh. putting in yards for the Seraph event, and the people just popping me in and saying, "I'm glad you're doing this, not me, you crazy fuck." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. For I, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna go out and just out myself completely and say that I didn't do a single one. In the, in the course I don't. Of the I don't blame you. I have no interest in it. And if I didn't get the gun out of it, I would have been fine with that too. Because honestly, Fell Winters is something that I still have. Like Vietnam style flashbacks about from when it was. I've heard stories of tales of legend about how yeah it was horrific. It was yeah. I think the only thing that they could do that could top this would be probably the Gallahorn. Um, but I mean, it doesn't seem like it's totally broken. But we'll fucking we'll circle back to that in a minute. Um, I mean, I, if you, if I if you didn't play D one and you need you need to catch up on your fell winter law, I've got a really good channel for you. I have been watching. No irony. My I name is Vibe. Your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, you don't know us well enough yet. You don't oh, know. <laughs> I walked right into that, man. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I, I was mean, like, yeah, I've been out. watching your videos, Mylon. Did you catch up on all the things I missed? Nah, bye. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dude, you know, I fucking know. I forgot to rig it up, but I, I actually complimented Bato in his law video this week, and I was worried that his head wouldn't fit through the fucking door to be able to straight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and here we go. Here is here's, here's Matt good. as he's as he's felt all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was just for me. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, which you probably are, because more people listen to it than watch it. Uh, Matt had a big head for a moment. That's about all. You don't need to go and do any research. Um, what else has happened this week? Um, I didn't do much. I built a doll's house on Monday instead of streaming, which was fucking, fucking rewarding. Um, and then like got was just spent the next three weeks fielding fucking questions about my dog. So. <laughs> Does that you know whenever you post a picture of a pet on fucking Twitter? Right. So like yeah. everyone's like, "Who right. is this dog and why?" <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think at some point, I think if I ever do start to take YouTube more seriously, I'm just going to make it about my dog because it seems to be the content that everyone's after. Um, it, it hurts my soul when everyone's like, "Show the dog, show the dog, show the dog." <laughs> yes, dog. Show the dog, <laughs> pathetic human. Meet fucking heater. <laughs> You are merely a gateway to dog. The only you are reason a- we are here is dog. <laughs> Wait, so uh, was, it your, was it your daughter's birthday? Was yeah, that what yeah. it was? Yep. My little the doll house. Turned, yeah. turned three. Um, I did buy the dollhouse thinking that I'd be able to slap it together in about uh, 
half an hour and it took nearly three. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt it. Uh, I wasn't super happy about it at the time, but it was rewarding the next morning seeing it get up and be all fucking happy and shit. So that's that's what it's all about. Oh, that's cool. I, um, I, I helped um, – I know this is off tra- off topic already, but I helped my niece – not not her, but I helped my uh, – my, um, sister-in-law build a trampoline it was a big fucking trampoline for christmas next week got fucking blown away in a storm it would fucking got it got yeeted up the road and just absolutely smashed to bits oh no <laughs> Oh, you no. remind, remind me of the the Christmas that me and Keg built a fucking. Tri- Did it have like the net and everything around it? Yeah, it had the net yeah. and everything. Me and Keg out in my backyard, like in two thousand and fucking twelve or something, in the middle of a thunderstorm on Christmas Eve, building a fucking trampoline for my daughter for the next day. <laughs> like we're definitely going to get electrocuted here. This is bad. yeah, but we lived. Holy there shit. you go. Good dad. Just standing, standing off to the side. Just imagine you hold, where does this bit go? This rod, this metal rod. <laughs> I'm holding in the air. Where does this go? The fucking rat fart scene from Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, what else happened? Not much. Um, I completely didn't do the wedding photo thing that I said I would last week because I had a look at my wedding photos and realized how far above my weight I'm punching and that I give Matt shit for it all the time. And I'm like, wow, you have a rough head, power slave. How the fuck did this all pan out? I don't know. You've only head. just worked that. You've got a rough fucking head. Oh, I don't know. I think I'll hide it better now than I used to, which is probably, you know, not convincing anyone. Wait, so you're not going to show the wedding photo? Oh, yeah, no, I'll pro- I probably will. <laughs> probably I'm will. Good. just building up to it. Right. There's already pictures of me with dreads doing the rounds. On Pornhub, but uh, <laughs> I've seen it. All right, I well, that video. Do we want to get into um, talking about some Destiny dudes? Actually, we're, we're going to hit the sting, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about Ain't Pro. We're going to make him real awkward. Oh god, yeah. just drill into everything you've ever been about. Right here we go. All right, here's the hardest question you're ever going to be asked. I'm ready. Sum yourself up in your own words. Oh, fuck. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, no, legitimately. Um, my, my name used to be completely serious. I used to not give uh, a flying F about any reputation, and it's just kind of stuck as my moniker forever. But I don't try to take myself too seriously because um, – all my gaming experience from back in the day was all these people calling themselves pro and Call of Duty was out. And so my main goal just as a person playing video games was to be compassionate to other people who are better or worse at games than I am and to not, you know, get a huge ego. I failed miserably. I failed miserably. Yeah, I mean, look, there might be an opening on the fucking podcast as a host, if you, <laughs> depending on yeah. how kind of catastrophically bad you failed. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, like just, just, um, I think, I think the the to to sum up sort of what I'm about in a couple of words is sort of what I'm trying to do right now is like my favorite thing in the world is to hear about is to listen to people who know what they're talking about or are passionate about what what they speak of speak in a way that is either eloquent or informative like oh. TED talks and stuff <laughs> why are you here yeah i don't know i don't so know you're, why you're basically yeah, i'm just going you're... eloquent no no at nah. all about no <laughs> but you are passionate which is 
passion because you, because good. you give a shit because you give a shit that's the the main thing like watching people in who roll through chat speak about like uh either a negative experience and then being able to sort of filter that through to like the reason why and then have a discussion around game balance and stuff is a, is a supreme joy for me honestly right. um hey, I'd like to breaking tell, that down tell me when how long you've been streaming for when you start and most importantly i love hearing why you started streaming because there are some oh. funky stories out there about why people started so hit us up um to get a little bit more personal the reason why um was uh, around the time when i started i didn't have a whole lot of faith in myself um and that was around the time i was playing with with jez th3 jez a lot with with some of Who? his content yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know some watch some wash streamer. Can you just doesn't really I've never, I've YouTube, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Can you yeah. describe him? Yeah. Is he Australian? Not anymore. He's not. <laughs> he's trapped he's been, in the states. He's been repatriated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Never heard of him. Anyway. Yeah, he, moving he, on. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. That that washed streamer basically. He basically said to me, uh, "You should do this. I think you'd be really good at it because." And he listed a number of reasons, and. The concept of, of putting myself on camera for the entertainment of others was a completely foreign idea. I like making people laugh. I like being stupid on, on camera, but I don't have a lot of faith in myself. And so hearing him, someone that I looked up to in a comedic fashion, in a work ethics pa fashion, in a popularity fashion, in a game skills fashion, all, the, all this time, like him, him considering me his friend, saying that to me was... Um, not that I realized it at the time, but very much what I needed to hear. And that's the whole reason I started. And it's just sort of been a wild fucking ride since then. <laughs> wow. Um, and when, when was this? This was in um, uh, 2018 in, it probably would have been like close to February when I started. Nice. It was just after, just a little bit down the road from when Eater of Worlds um, hit in, in Curse. Was it like January, December, yeah, January, yeah, okay. 2017, so 2018? Yeah, right. First and DLC what, what, what can people expect if they tune into your streams? Is it this is a oh, chill God. PVE, PvP? A fucking... lot of profanity. Just a yes. lot of swearing. Just yes. a lot of swearing at yes. myself, okay. at, the, at, at at other people who are better than me. Um, yeah, I like to I like to really push myself to get better at Crucible. But I have been. I think the most fun I've had recently in this game was with Tamsin, Zoe, uh, Dom the Demon, and Huge, two other friends. Um, within this sort of jazz sort of niche and then a couple of uh and one of our american friends doing the the world's first attempt at garden was staying up for 24 hours was mind-numbing but doing it and tackling that content at the contest modifier was a complete joy like that i think that is if anyone out there wants to try it and they consider it seriously going for that was for me a lot of what pve is supposed to be about it was it was so much fun, even though I was just brain dead the next day. Oh, I mean that's always I think the pin the pinnacle experience I think for any Destiny player is day one release of raid, whether you're going for Worlds first or just doing it before yep. anyone has posted. Uh, how yeah, to beat boss yeah. in ten minutes? Like yeah, yeah. You know, if you can beat the Rickakis, <laughs> good friend of this show. By the way, I like Rickakis. We talk you about got a window of time before that asshole ruins everything. <laughs> no, Rickakis is a fucking good dude. Don't I won't I won't he, have you say bad things about me, boy Kakis. No, he seems um, like a fucking amazing dude. He's he's actually really lovely. Um, yeah, I think Pinnacle Pinnacle uh, Destiny is probably day one raids. I think they're they're always so much fun.
Especially yeah. if you have a couple beers. Yeah. <laughs> Man drunk day one rating. Holy shit, that'd be amazing. Yeah, dude. I can't I can't I don't yeah. think I could do it. I'm I mean, that's kind of my natural state, but I don't think I'd be able to contribute anything of worth to a first raid blind raid run blind yeah. i don't i don't know if that's true i think being around you buzz to shit while trying to figure out how to do garden for the first time at contest modified be the funniest thing i've ever seen maybe I next raid maybe next raid i'll just um, I mean, they start pretty early in the morning here so we'd have to like literally wake up at 3 oh, a.m yeah, and dude. start day drinking yeah, which is like yeah, i'm totally about that yeah. <laughs> um don't, don't have to answer this question if you don't want to but i also like to sort of probe into people people's personal life you can probe bit. me anytime go for it <laughs> all right well log did say we're going to drill you and i thought wow there we go yeah um you did had to fucking drill aim pro next yeah. hang yeah, on fucking long week yeah. <laughs> but yeah, buckle man. up boys um so are you streaming full-time are you, are you working uh, uh your streams around other work like like can you share any hobbies, passions, or what you do for work if you feel comfortable? Tell us a no, bit I'm about the ain't, the ain't Pro off stream. What is it? The off, what is it off, like? off stream. I'm yeah. far more boring. Um, but yeah, I, I help manage a business, and it, it's a restaurant I work. I've worked with food for for some for some time. Right. Um, and that's that's my not full time gig, especially at the moment with all the stuff that's happening in the oh, world. Yeah, right, dude. right, right. I've just this is this has been a very interesting sort of uh, combination of things for streaming. Everyone's at home. So I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm expecting everyone who's out here, like anyone across the platform is experiencing some modicum of more success because of that. But like in terms of that, as well as having time off, I just said to myself, if ever you're going to go hell for leather to try this out, to see how it works, uh, putting more hours in to streaming, that would be the time. Yeah. yeah. Outside of streaming. Yeah. I work with food um, and yeah, manage, help manage a business and try to stay as fit as I can, but the gym's closed. So I'm sad. <laughs> so is, um, is your background more business or like chefing or is it a bit of a combo of both? It, it used to be, it, I, I'm, all the skills that I have with food are self-taught and I got handed a bone um, a while back uh, at a business that I worked at before this um, and that's sort of where I cut my teeth in the industry because um, I guess it's a story I think I think I probably shared before. I was originally going to uni for forensic science right. and I, I was really big into chemistry and physics. I'm a bit of a, a, bit of a nerd for math as well and... Um, I hurt myself working um, after I came out of uni. I hurt myself and taking a break. I dropped a big heavy thing on my foot. And it was at that point in time that I was sort of looking at um, policing as a career because you've got to go do a number, you've got to do a number of years of standard duty police work in QLD to be considered even for a position. You sort of raise your hand and they say, eventually, right. eventually, for, for forensic science. Yeah. For, eventually, we may get to you, specifically, uh, specifically the photography and specifically the, um, the crime scene analysis aspect of those things, less the investigative work. Um, at least this is how it worked back then. Um, but I dropped something heavy on my foot and really busted my toe and it took oh, a long time shit. to get fixed. During this time, just a spoiler alert chat, anyone who is um, here listening who would consider themselves uh, applicable for police work. I consider myself probably of a point in time in my life as a man who would be able to approach that career. Um, the the boy that I was then was definitely having second thoughts, and so I spoke to um, somebody who had sort of been like, you know, if you if you go for this, I will I will sort of um, back you. Um, I spoke to them and said, they said, if you're having second thoughts about this career path, you probably may want to reconsider what you're doing because. 
the things that you see, as you might understand, um, would definitely be impactful. And they do train you for that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's if, if, if you're having second thoughts about this now without going through all of that, that's a bit of a hurdle to cross later on down the track, if that makes sense. Holy shit, we've just dived deep. We've nah, just gone good. deep. Yeah. Good. I, this is this is this is a part of the thing. Like I I my connections on the internet and people telling their stories are, are huge. I don't mind yeah. talking about that stuff at all. Yeah, but that's I, it. I, like I, if I it, it's it's raw and it's do. honest, and that's all that really matters because you know, there's there's kernels of it that other people will relate to. It's um Exactly, yeah. So, dude, I, I need to. This is, you know, incredibly personal. But did you decide <laughs> that you wanted to get into that line of work because you um, saw CSI Miami and were inspired to wear sunglasses? Or? Honestly, there there was a lot of that whole. There was a lot of T. Yeah, there was exa- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like, saw in my head. I was like, like yeah! I want to be that guy. <laughs> yes, we're in a studio everywhere and be like, I've cracked the case. I'm not going to tell you how until later. Let's go catch up up. <laughs> that's, there's a lot of there. The, the, it is a it is a joke, and that's very funny. But at the same time, that was it happened to a number of the people that I met going through university. Like, man, this was over romanticized on TV. That's the only reason I got into this. It was like that it's, era. Can you imagine that how era? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. How many memes it would have been in that course? Like everything you do would just be that fucking Horatio, <laughs> whatever his name is. There's a, there was a lot glasses. of that. Assignment due tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got that assignment done in time? Yeah! <laughs> Are you having fun in the course? Yeah. yeah that kind of shit. That kind of you shit. You know, if I'd have known this, I absolutely would have rigged up a fucking sound bite for that. And I feel like I've let I everyone I would have down. pissed myself laughing. Yeah. That would have been but, hilarious. I mean, oh, that probably would have, you know, required some level of preparation and knowing all this stuff ahead of time. And we had that conversation yeah. before we went live. We don't prepare anything. So we kind of just yep. get these kind of awesome raw conversations. But, um, dude, it's like, I don't know. Like, I guess the other thing is, you know, we all play Destiny. We're all kind of rusted on in the Destiny community at this point. Mm. You know, we've, you know, as I said, we, we were, we caught up at PAX. We kind of got the community together for all that sort of thing. How, like, I mean, Matt and I have been doing this for probably, I mean, I've had, I've got children younger than my involvement in the Destiny community. <laughs> you know, like I'm more <laughs> invested in Destiny than some of my kids. So, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I'm just waiting The real for question it. is which ones? Yeah. <laughs> which which <laughs> one? Um, but as someone that's, you know, like obviously you've been around it a bit with, with, with Jez before, but being part of the community specifically the Australian community, how, how is that? Like, how have you felt about that over the last couple of years? Do you feel like it's, this this has been a life-changing experience? No, no word of a meme at all. Like I can say that with complete, with, with complete confidence, um, meeting the people that I have through, through, through Jez and then later on through under my own steam, um, uh, was was at a time in my life where there was uh, a lot of shit uh, going on in terms of hitting the fan, in terms of my mentality. Um, and that was really instrumental in sort of bringing me out of a pretty um, dark place and meeting the people that I have, making the connections that I have um, loosely through you guys and especially the the meetup was was just amazing to sort of even loosely be a part of. But then seeing everyone at PAX and being able to interact with all these people in a face-to-face basis, getting a hug from family for the first time, life-changing, 
recommend he's a, it. He is a hugger, man. He is. He is. A he's, he's. 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 so good at hugs. I don't know why he sell. He doesn't sell them. It's because he's yeah, got. Like, he's got long arms, man. Yeah, just reach around you. <laughs> yeah. Reach anyway. We're not gonna we're gonna drop the word reach around from discussion, but we're gonna move on. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I agree, man. And like, it's something that we're stoked to be part of. And we kind of always talk this sort of stuff whenever we get someone that's you know from the Aussie community on for the first time. And it's just it's 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 been a breath of fresh air over the last couple of years. I think like absolutely yeah. to be able to knuckle down on this sort of stuff. And it's a pleasure to be able to meet. People such as yourself through doing it. Thank you, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I think I think that over over the period of time that I've been playing games, especially the OC communities, it's very easy when you're just having through game interactions to feel quite isolated from the rest of the world because of the nature of our time zone, the nature of our connections, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. To then reach beyond that to the people who surround you in your gaming life into like the real world sort of yeah. atmosphere is it, it's a pleasure to be a part of. Genuinely, I think that's that's the one thing. Stories, yeah, dude. Right, Honestly, it's it's lovely to get people on that, you know, like unguarded discussions, uh, literally yeah, gold dust. Yeah. Ha- like this is the thing I'm happy to happy <laughs> to sneak within reason. <laughs> uh, so where where can people um, find you? Like when what what are your streaming schedule look like if they want to tune in? Uh, usually, um, most of my my time spent is like American prime times so in the morning because I usually work nights because nobody else fucking wants to because they're wimps. Yeah, boy. Um, look at these so yeah, prime time eight. boys. <laughs> Yeah, try, I try my best because I try to get up in the morning and then take a, a swift break, go to work, and then gym at night. Um, that sort of rotation has just been my life this entire time. Really? Yeah. Do you get Do you get up at like four a.m. to stream? Like Matt no, does, no, like nothing, weirdo? nothing that crazy. Nothing yeah, that crazy. No, wouldn't way. recommend it. I've seen some of the fucking moments of his streams of late, and they're, they're becoming progressively more unhinged. Wait, you <laughs> seriously? I- I like the comments that that are just like, I see quarantine's going well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just driving yourself up the wall. Oh, my God. The one yesterday about light and dark mode. <laughs> Do you know? Did, did I tell you what? Just as a quick aside, you can't see it because my big fat head's covering it. I was sitting in, in your stream, Matt, when you were going off on fucking gamer chairs. I'm sitting here on this chair like... Oh fuck! We've got to get this out of here. Before. <laughs> Let's just move this. Have you got a big He's like? Have you got a big staircase near you that you could throw it down or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. Just roll it out into oh. the middle of traffic down the street. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. So yeah. long. <laughs> oh, dude, it's one of those. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, we can fucking. We're not diving back into that. Talking. No, about no, we're not getting back into that. I developing just it was funny anuses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, what we might do, we might hit the sting again, double stings this week, extra value, that's what you come here for, and we're going to talk about all the shit that's happened this week in Destiny, because there's a bit. (laughs) All right, straight off the top, Ain't's done a shitload of uh, throw the ball at the ball activities, so Hmm. we need a a round of, I'm going to, here you go, round of applause for uh, for getting it done for everyone else. Um, there, there were a few, you know, there was there was some people that really dug in. Katie, buddy, Chevy, all those people that were at the coalface oh, doing like four hundred of these fucking things. Like, I can't believe that respect, but um, I did none. So, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not even embarrassed to say that. I think it's been it was one of those things where um, it was a bit of a a bit of a big ask initially, and I think that slapped people down, but. 
kind of the unfortunate thing was was that uh, once we got to the end of it, once everyone got to the end of the that part of the quest, went to uh, Fell Winter Peak, or well, to Vostok, walked around the around Vostok for a bit, picked up some scanny bits, and then uh, did the shotgun kills. Nothing happened, and you know this being the Destiny community, everyone just took it really well and was like super patient. Like, no worries, we're just gonna. <laughs> Just, oh, look, no, I understand things sometimes. Hell go also just, froze over. It was weird. Just, just, um, look, just really supportive of the, the community guys from Bungie and everyone just, oh, it's just great to see oh, the community man. coming together and being just so positive about everything. Um, no, that didn't happen. That's fucking fantasy land. Everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people didn't, but a heap of people carried on like an absolute fucking dickhead. Um, I must, I must just never follow those people because it, I, I might, my Twitter's uniquely positive. I just see a lot of people ragging on them saying, you know, give them time. Jesus Christ. I think I'm you're following the right people. Yeah. yeah, I think you are following the right people. And I think like Destiny's kind of suffering at the moment because there's people who've like burnt their cards with the game, right? Like people who through their own shit behavior or whatever have like alienated themselves from ever being able to be supported by the community at large. So they double down and just become more and more toxic and just spin shit to to get engagement because it's the only last little fucking bastion of relevance they can have you know yeah. like <laughs> honestly yeah it's it's pretty pretty fucking tragic and like but you, you, you know you know who these people are i'm not going to name them because first yeah. and foremost they're not fucking worth it but secondly <laughs> like you just like dude how long can you just be a toxic fucking idiot for before everyone's just like this guy's you just end up like wish no one cares <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You just end up fucking in the destiny. You just go and fucking fail at Fortnite or something. Leave everyone on the fuck alone. Um, <laughs> geez, that got fucking incredibly toxic, didn't it? Uh, I'm, here. I'm fucking fail. here for it, man. I'm go fucking fail here for Fortnite it. and leave us alone. Yes. There's, oh, there's man, been a couple. Of, there's been a couple. It, of, look, there's been a couple of times this week where the boys have been like, "Look, log." Put your fucking claws away, man. You're really catty at the moment. <laughs> I've just gone and fucking done it on the podcast. So anyway, content. Have a good, have a good day. That's um, no, but the pod's good. It uh, it, it kind of sucked. Um, you know, we do. You can go and complete the quest now. But uh, Bungie showing the the actual lines of code that were all awry that uh, led to us respawning out the front of uh, Eris rather than into the mission itself. Uh, I think that just goes to show how how tiny these details are. And how, you know, for the most part, they get everything right. Like this is, this is, you know, obviously it sucks. It was, you know, the one thing, right, that that needed to yeah. happen and it didn't. But um, I don't know. I think everyone's going through a fucking I, I wonder, shit time um, worldwide at the moment. And I think that that is absolutely yeah. exacerbating both, you know, like th- this season hasn't been great. And I don't think anyone's going to fucking, you know, put their hand on their heart and choose mm. that hill to die on defending it. But yeah. At the same time, I think it's exacerbated by the fact that people are generally pissed off. Like I'm pissed off, and it's got nothing to do with destiny. <laughs> yeah, people so were just cranky because. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think we'll ever find out, but I wonder how much um, the working from home impacted yeah. testing of the Felwinter's Lie quest. Because I imagine they usually have test kits, and they have the Q and A guys come in and and test everything before it goes live in the Bungie yeah. studios. Yep. And I wonder if they that process was was uh, in some impacted way, yeah. by because you know 
it feels like it probably should have been something that was caught, but it's fine. Like it wasn't, and then it was fixed. So you know, I think I think it's one of those things. And, and like, you, I've seen the the dickheads on on Twitter doing that. Oh, this just proves that Bungie doesn't do QA. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what? So they made a quest, right? You're trying to tell me that they made a quest, and at no point through its entire development did one person run through the quest. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's obviously something that's that, happened that in the in the translation mind. between developing it and then implementing it in the live game. Something's there's a on. there's a there's a video that I I've sort of I sort of started recommending to people to watch. It's from a, a little while ago at, at GDC. It's like um, I don't know if it's a programmer conference. I'm not particularly familiar with it, but I think it's either what's his name uh, Justin or Jason Truman. I think yep. it's Justin Truman. Um, talking about like the way that I, this was informative to me because I've never seen it before. The way that uh, Bungie made Destiny to handle like transitional sort of corridors between the bubbles that we exist in in the game world. And I would be very curious to hear about if it's to do with that because the whole ramp down into the bunker is like a trans- transitional corridor into a new space. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I'd be very interested, like, but they're probably never going to tell us, but I would be really, really interested to hear about that. And it's obvious that like loading into that different mission space aside from the regular bunker, something has gone horribly wrong. But like, yeah, I mean, the, the, seeing, seeing people go off on, on, on an entire dev studio and more specific, like specific DMs, it's just, it just, it really irks me. There's just no need for that. I think that sometimes people let their the fact that destiny encompasses their entire life get in the way of <laughs> like logical yep. thought patterns <laughs> like when when yeah. you when you read messages where it's like this quest didn't work and like i feel attacked personally because this quest didn't work <laughs> like <laughs> go out and do some push-ups for fuck's sake <laughs> do some push-ups drop and give me 20 yeah. just for being a flog on the internet um, <laughs> I'm trapped in yeah, this I, chair and I only play Destiny. This quest has ruined my existence. <laughs> Send help. I don't know. It's hard for me to tell because I haven't really been part of a commu- another game community apart from Destiny. Like, Not Destiny's yet. been my one-stop shop for being really, you know, connected with the game community. Like, does this happen in other games as well? People are like just obsessed with it and they'll complain about it, but they won't take a break and they won't much do other games. Uh, look, look, I, I just think that most other game communities are just really polite and no one's toxic. I just think that it's just destiny that's right. uniquely bad. I, I, <laughs> I can't see anyone who plays Call of Duty getting angry about anything ever. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, <laughs> but, but are, they, are they simultaneously angry and also committed to playing the game like four hours a day? Whilst that, being extremely angry, that, I hate that this is game. It is my life. Yeah, <laughs> then you yeah, just hate your I life. Think, yeah, <laughs> I think Destiny has a way of drawing people in in that way. Like this, it's just yeah. a supreme passion from everyone. Yeah, that sometimes is miscolored a very particularly negative way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dang we don't. We don't have the answer. But I, I think I don't we think don't. it's particularly unique to Destiny. I think it's it's one of those things where. I mean, especially now in the state the world's in, but, you know, you get a passionate echo chamber of people and it always ends up fucked one way or another. It very rarely comes out right. So that's all this is. Our community is, you know, it's 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 probably shrunk down a little bit in terms of where we've been in the past and there's less, uh, you know, like the, the 
you got to be pretty fucking hardcore about destiny to still be hanging around. So you're obviously passionate about it. And you know, that doesn't excuse people behaving the way they do, but I think it is born of love for the game ultimately somewhere deep down, but it gets perverted pretty fucking quickly. So yeah. Anyway, that was a fucking uh, down note, but I haven't, I haven't actually had a chance to jump on and, and get the shoddy in my hands yet. Um, I'm, just about finished that last step but my personal highlight of this quest so far was actually getting in and climbing up hell winter peak again with the boys we did some uh some mountaineering me nick and sass we got up there and did some yodeling uh and then jumping off of the the top of the mountain and slamming all the way back down into vostok was my highlight of the week because it's not something i thought i'd get to do again i thought that was sort of all stuff that had been left behind but you can actually in those story missions get out of Vostok, jump across the bridge if you can, you know, get a sword, swing your way across and climb up for Winter Peak like it's Rise of Iron all over again. So a bit of nostalgia so for We probably him. should let people know. I'm assuming you're going to talk about the Fell Winter quest. If you haven't done the quest and you want to do the quest, please leave. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you fly, later. Fly, you fools. <laughs> fly. Fly. Oh, there's still time. <laughs> yeah, you want to, like, if you've got headphones in, take them out of your ears and throw them at a wall. Like, <laughs> get that shit out of here. Get that. This is, um, this is the point. Right. So, obviously, I've been kind of treading water because I know Maddie's going to come in and talk law. And I want that. And I'm here for that. And that's what this has sort of all been building towards. But, Ain't, have you managed to get the shotgun in your hands yet? Yes. Is it good? Is that? It's um, pretty dang consistent. With Mindbenders okay. going away, it being the only aggressive frame shotgun in the game. So like the, the hard-hitting, like mapping, slow-firing shotgun in the game uh, that will proceed to be um, infusible beyond Season 11, um, it, you'll see a lot of it. If you're going into Crucible, you're going into Banner, you're going into Trials, you'll see a lot of it. I'm just kind you know of what my problem is? I aim too high. I aim too high with it. Center I mass. I aim down sights. Center Same. mass. I aim the dick. <laughs> dick shot. Phil Winter's lie. Blowing people's cocks off. Fucking <laughs> great. Dick package. Dick. Shot package. Dick package. <laughs> shot package, not package shot, Mylon. <laughs> All right, Maddie. What do you got, Lawfront? How, how did you? How do you feel this quest went? Oh, because, dude, I mean, I'm so excited to hear this. Oh this wait, we're gonna jump into law straight away. We're no, we're, oh, I, I, I guess no. Well, we're, we're talking about the quest. It's part of the quest, right? Like this is. This I is never a... get prime time. I never get prime time. No, you're allowed. Time. You step up to the plate. Two hundred k. You're a big man now. Exactly. One hundred ninety nine point five for the last fucking <laughs> six months. <laughs> law. Well. um... Well, now you can get the law book, The Liar. Basically, it reveals that um, uh, Felwenter was intended to experience life for Rasputin. Um, he was an exo programmed with it. <laughs> Kids are here. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was an exo programmed to um, basically go out and experience life, and this was how Rasputin was going to check his protocols. This is how Raspin was going to check its morality was to was to have someone experience it for him. And that was uh Fairwinter and he was programmed to do that. Obviously Fairwinter died, was resurrected, went rogue. Rasputin tracked him down, killed him. Uh Fairwinter was extremely powerful because he had in you know his frame essentially he was like he was a war mind cross exo, which is one of the things I haven't read. It was actually 
in the Felwinters Lie Law tab, which I didn't have access to when I made the next video. Felwinter is it was a Warmind Cross Exo. So probably the most powerful Exo you're gonna find. Rasputin kills him. And then we get the amazing cutscene. Oh, not cutscene, but I don't know. Uh interaction in the bunker where he's talking when Rasputin's telling the story about the tyrant killing his son. Um, and it takes you basically through the whole story of Rasputin and Felwinter as a metaphor. You know, the tyrant lived through a golden age, he had a son. Um, this this the son collected information for him and helped him be a real boy. I don't know, you know, whatever he says. So, <laughs> yeah, direct, um, direct and then at the very end, it's like uh, he, Rasputin says, because I couldn't have him, I killed him. And then it says, I, I, for the tyranny, he looked upon his tyranny and wept or something like that. And my next videos, I think a lot of people are like, why did he kill him beyond Felwinter being extremely powerful. Why wouldn't, if Rasputin's an ally, why wouldn't he recruit Felwinter? Why wouldn't he have someone like that on board? Like Rasputin's meant to be de defending humanity. Like that makes no sense for him to wipe out an exocopy of himself unless he thought that exocopy was going to betray him. But there was no inclination that Felwinter was going to try to take out Rasputin. He, he, was, he was attacked immediately. And this is why it's so chef kisser. This is why it's so beautiful. Because the whole idea of Felwinter was to allow Rasputin to develop emotion, to have the human experience. And so I feel like this was a whole, this whole event was a capstone on the idea that the Siddhartha Golem program worked. And Rasputin no longer just makes logical computer decisions. Rasputin made a human decision, one based on jealousy. If I can't have him, no one can have him. One based... He tells his story based on guilt. He wanted to share his story with guardians after we proved ourselves. And he showed emotion by weeping. A computer weeping. So I, I felt this is beautiful. This was a capstone on the whole. Felwind, uh, Rasputin is no longer just a robot. We've known that for a while, but this sort of puts a nice little cherry on top and tell, told the Felwinter story. So it's such yeah, it's such a pity that this this quest has been overshadowed by the troubles that it had because walking down into that bunker was something special especially the capsule opening and just seeing that because again didn't play rise of iron just seeing that all that was left of Felwinter was his gun his bracer and then like his his boot like, and that like, was it yeah. and the yeah. rest of it was just filled in with a hollow image and he's just like he's got him there he's like a constant reminder of you fucked up really badly yeah don't do that again yeah yeah the coffin so amazing right close to Rasputin's heart basically yeah once again, it's a, it, it was beautifully themed. I think it was it was it was perfect, and I think that that is it's got to be the highlight for how to tell a story. Really, the law book, the law book was meshed with the story, and I sort of feel bad now because a lot of law books will never you'll never see it eventuate in game. Yeah, which is always why I'm quite comfortable talking about them, regardless of, of what's being released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I apologize. I, I probably ruined it for some for some people, mm. but. It also complemented what you were saying. Like if you didn't have that backstory, this is the thing with like the law books, like you either don't read them and you experience the cutscene, and then you're like, oh my God, like you don't know what they're talking about. And then you go read the book, you're like, okay, that's what they're talking about. Or you get the background knowledge and then you experience the cutscene, like, oh my God, this amazing cutscene. I understand, yes, I understand yeah. why you're saying these things now. So it's, yeah. it, can, it can sort of go both ways yeah. um, big time. So 
there you go. I, I can't wait. Really cool. I can't wait to get in there and run it through now. Like oh, I'd kind of got it's, into this. It's really special. It's yeah. really good. I think it's. Oh, you haven't done it yet. Like, no, I haven't. I haven't done the last step. I've I've just got to finish off the shoddy kills. Then I'll, I'll go and do it. Oh well, yeah. Now with that, just wait. It's really it's really impactful when you see it. It does. Um, fuck. When did they use that? You know when you used to get your powers back in um, at the beginning of Destiny Two, and you went yep. through the the broken shard, and yep. uh, you had those like holograms. It does right, that. Yeah. It does the overvoice with the holograms. Um, yeah. Telling the story of Rasputin of Felwinter. As you go through it, I think that so. we've been we've been waiting for something to come along like that. That's kind of that's always been the criticism, right? Like that the the law books and what happens in game have been somewhat, you know, like you you either got one or the other. You kind of never really got both, yeah. Where this is, you know, by the sounds of it, having not experienced it yet, but listen to the way Maddie's talking about it, and I can tell he's fired up. He's got a law boner yeah. hiding under the desk. <laughs> I think uh, see I think his we... camera tilt backwards a little bit in a second. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he had a camera under the desk the other day. He's had to, I think he's got rid of it because it was a bad idea. <laughs> what? Why? Why did you uh, do that? Just, oh, just for his dog, I just went Bill. to I just went to use my um his stream deck. My sit stand desk and it's broken. <laughs> oh, oh no, fucking! It's all gone wrong. <laughs> Shit! What's it broken for? <laughs> That's a, that's a tomorrow job. Oh, um, but like, I, I was just thinking for so long, like I, I was trying to write this script and I, and I was just thinking like, what, why? This doesn't make sense. And then it was like, and then reading and hearing that, those things, I was like, that's why. It's not, meant to, it's not meant to make sense. He's not meant to have made a proper decision. He's meant to be a dumb, dumb human. And that's yeah, why he's, it's so he's cool. He's been fucked up and overwrought by emotion. And that's yeah. kind of the, that's kind of the the payoff that the, the fell fell winter experiment worked a hundred percent. Yes, but it made him fucking crap. <laughs> yes, it's so, it's so many layers to it. It's really nice. I lo- I love the fact that also like it, it also dips back into into the rise of iron stuff. Like the fact that like again, hope you guys are tuned the fuck out because yeah, like Fellwinter got baited into pursuing Siva because that was yes. like Rasputin was feeding him this information, right? Yes. And that like led the Iron Lords to assault the Site Six or whatever it is, and that's what led to widespread chaos throughout the EDZ. So all these broader ramifications are personified in Fellwinter and fucking Rasputin being like, "But I want him. <laughs> yeah. But I want him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a shade. That's and it, it's, it's very um. It it look they respected what previously had happened." They incorporated what happened in D1 into the lore. Yep. They brought back a favorite weapon. And then they also gave you, um, like, if that mission wasn't bugged, this would have been a, a success, 20 out of 10. Success. Yep, like, 100%. And, 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 and the lore book matched what was happening in game. I think it's, that's probably the closest to the perfect formula for telling a story in a uh, season that you can get. It's just such a shame that it was overshadowed by one fucked line of code. Yeah. Right. 100%. I think we do this. We go. Very well done. Good shit, Bungie. Good shit. And uh, 100%. Yep. We do that. I think that if that sets the standard going forward, we're going to be in, a, in for a great time because I find it hard to believe that they're going to dabble with bringing back something like Felwinter's Lie and it's not sort of paving the way for an ultimate massive big payoff mission that's, that's going to see us get something like the G Horn back. I think that, you know, that's. You always get those dickheads on the internet that are like, oh, it's just fucking stuff that was in D1. But 
these weapons have law behind them and have meaning to the community. And I think that the, yeah. this was an experiment with that. You know, we saw it to some extent with Outbreak, but this is, you know, people are passionate about this sort of shit and, and it works. So I'd, I'm I'm all for it personally. Um, yeah. All right. Well, and look- the, the gun's great, but I also don't think it's like there's a lot of people running it in Crucible, but it doesn't feel fucking stupid broken. Like yep. it, it, it feels like for someone like me, who hasn't played PvP since Destiny started and all of a sudden now wants to be a PvP gamer and getting raided by Grenada Drake, right? And now <laughs> I don't have a decent shotgun. It's fantastic. I've got something that I can actually use in my arsenal. It's fantastic. I think, yeah, I think that's also the thing moving into next season. Like, your mind this isn't going to be as useful anymore. People are going to be really sad about that. So giving giving all the all the preemptive complainers this. Yeah, they just need to bring some people back, are like- happy. Yeah. Fucking icebreaker. <laughs> oh, God. That's what we need, a sniper rifle that gives you your bullets back. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say something that's totally left me, but anyway, we'll jump into the rest of the twob. Um, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, this is, this is just an example of how my brain works or doesn't. Um, look, the twob <laughs> was, was pretty weighty in terms of um, some sandbox changes they're going to jump in and, and make. And a lot of them seem to center around reload perks. Now, personally, I, I kind of didn't feel like they were in that bad of a spot to begin with. I felt like they were, you know, they were they were usable. And and my preference would have been that some of the other perks kind of had had a bit of a bump to come up to par with that. But if this is the way they're going to go about it, then I guess fair enough. That's you know, it's their baby. It's not my game. But um, probably the most ridiculous thing of note was the um, the <laughs> The actual tangible buff to dynamic sway reduction, which for me, using the uh, the summoner, Astral. Or the, oh, the summoner, the, the summoner is is just gonna make an even fucking broken a gun broken. So I, it's <laughs> gonna be a very very gonna very be, interesting time for auto rifles next season. I think I think they're gonna. What was the buff? What did they do to it? Well, they didn't so actually buff it. it the, oh, sorry, go for it. They no, didn't actually. They didn't actually buff it. They just made the way it's presented in game more accurate to what the actual effect is, so that ultimately your reticle, your reticle doesn't move as much, right? It's like the um, right. So it adds ten stability over time. Um, but apparently that's way more powerful than it sounds. But reduced reticle movement from stability should now tell players this is working. So more or less, it's more accurate. It's more stable than pro. Like I. I can kill because you're going to have a better gun. visual cue of where you're aiming. Basically, I think yeah, that's the way I understand it. So, I already kill snipers. Is that right? Eight? It's a fucking auto rifle. Yeah, that that's just about right. The 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 ten stability over time, in addition to to the the accuracy as well from dynamic sways. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't really truly understand about cones. That can be <laughs> Fallout plays in Drewski's area to and Reddit's fucking area to decipher. But like, there's. There's a whole yeah, bunch of those, I don't little... know. I didn't. I didn't pick those guys for being big on the cones, but fair. fair I know. I was like, I can tell you right now. <laughs> okay, log. I can tell you right <laughs> fucking now. Log can tell you one or two things about some cones, mate. Yeah. <laughs> not those cones. Your bullet cones, oh, where you have a chance man, to shoot the bullet down. Sorry, not the fun cones. Finally, my time has come. Destiny and cones. Here we go. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk on this subject. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so, it's gonna it's gonna so, be really good. T- look, I I tried to read the the twob, and I, I I'll be honest, I I sort of mm. faded a bit. I could tell these were big changes, but I couldn't work out whether these are good things or bad things. I did hear right. a couple of rumors, sort of saying not rumors. I look I look at Twitter, and people saying like, why are we why are we nerfing why are we nerfing. Uh, perks rather than introducing new perks like do you guys know what the feeling is about these changes and what people think, like them don't like them mixed i think opinion. a lot of people are kind of like like why it feels like a unnecessary kind of nerf because the the reload to the reload stuff. yeah to the reload stuff they weren't that bad anyway right like they weren't egregious they were yeah uh, they were strong without being fucking broken and most of the issue that we're seeing with the guns that dominate the meta at the moment are inherent. So nothing to the else gun. is relevant. Yeah, they're, they're inherent to the gun, and and nothing else is you know in that able to compete with it in that archetype. So probably of concern, and like this is one that I argued. Well, I didn't really argue with Sass. We had a, a passionate discussion <laughs> yesterday about <laughs> is is changes to the low zoom sniper rifles that they've kind of telegraphed but haven't really stipulated here. Yeah. Um, now. Like I mean, this, this this is this is one of these things where no matter what position you hold, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. These guns are broken to an extent because of the way flinch works in Destiny. But flinch works in Destiny on most of the other guns. So do you change the flinch or do you change the gun that it doesn't work on? Okay, I need to, you need to give me more background. To fill me in here. What's happening? I've got a I've got a whole other tangent about why I think these changes are stupid. That's the that's the no, thing. No, this is fine because I'm stupid. So explain it to me like I explain but law. More, more okay. or less, more or less, there is a chance with the way flinch works in Destiny and the way aim assist helps low zoom sniper rifle scopes that you can get flinched onto someone's head when you weren't. And so in the heat of moment, and you'll notice you've probably done it yourself where you, you come out of an engagement yeah, where someone started shooting at you and you go, fuck, and pull the trigger and you blow their fucking <laughs> head off. And you're like, I didn't deserve that to happen. And, and that is actually completely 100% correct. You didn't deserve for it to happen because it was probably sort of a culmination of small little adjustments that the game is doing on the fly that, that all happened at once. But they, they all kind of habitually or at least repeatedly push the reticle towards the head. They actually make hitting headshots in that fucking easier specific context so, easier. What are they changing then? They're making well, that happen more or less. They haven't. They haven't sort of. They haven't they said, said what specifically looking at them into ease of use for sniper rifles because the 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 reason I think they're addressing this is eighty six percent of sniper rifle use is in crucible and they list that as between revoker and beloved. Uh, both both lows in factor. Uh, Beloved is adaptive. It's like the 90 RPM, and then Revoker is obviously the high impact. It's the the, the crucible pinnacle that returns the the round. I think my my tangent was I don't know how much uh, of the low zoom. I didn't realize that low zoom was more prone to the aim assist jump back on sort of deal. I didn't realize that. If that's the case, I I don't. I think a lot of the low zoom is like the ease of use that the gun gets when you're not looking at the other end of the fucking planet. When you zoom in, when you ADS your gun, for me personally, I didn't. I don't really know much about that whole uh, bullet magnetism stuff. But for me, especially like Revoker's breaking of ammo economy by not punishing the player, not like not having like a, having a very small window of time that it takes to get your bullet back after you miss, 
can just lead to people sitting in the back of trials maps and stuff, at least in my experience, it just slows the game the fuck down. As someone who only recently got Revoker, I had flashbacks of that entire conversation. I remember using them and like, this is so good. And I'm like, I understand why people are angry because I'm such a shit player <laughs> and I love it. Like all these bullets keep coming back to you. I'm yep. like, I, I get it. No, I get it. I yep. think it, it's like, and, and and to be honest, like low zoom scopes are the ones we're talking about because they're, they're really the only ones that are viable in Destiny PvP maps. Like that's that's the other, the other side of the, this coin is yep. that Revoker and Beloved, uh, you know, Revoker you can get by getting sniper rifle kills in fucking PvP. It's like that's what you're there to do anyway. So you go and everyone can get it. It's not that fucking hard. You can absolutely get it. And it is a sniper rifle with tra training wheels on all intents and purposes. You get your bullet back, you miss. It's as sticky as shit. It's as good as you're ever going to get. Beloved is a little bit different, but, you know, like with... with um, It can get perks on it that are incredible and it's farmable. So... And it's not been too difficult to farm because you could get it through the menagerie. I think um, that's why we see. You still haven't taken me to the menagerie yet. By I'll the way. take. I'll take you, mate. There's a, you, there's some guns that you. Then again, they're, they're all getting sunset anyway, so fucking forget it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no point. Um, that you made that sound like a date, and I feel awkward now. Um, <laughs> take me to the menagerie. Oh my Lord. god. <laughs> Pay me like one of your French girls. Oh my god! <laughs> so, but that's that's did, the thing. That's did, the thing. Yeah, it, nah. Let me check yeah. my camera. Oh, busy on that day. <laughs> yeah, nah. I've got other shit on, like just sitting around. Um, so I think I think that they're kind of the perfect storm. So uh, they're easy to get. They are easy to use. They're the scope that is viable in the crucible, and they are. As much as anything, impacted by these sniper changes, yeah, the the flinch, the way flinch works. But I don't know. I mean, th that's that's what I was kind of get, getting at talking to Sass. And there's no right answer for this. Um, he's probably what does Sass want? What does he want? Well, he thinks flinch is fucked. He thinks it's broken. Yeah, which it probably is to some extent. But are they going to be able to flinch, like change flinch, and have every gun in the entire game still function? Like, because most guns work fine. Wait, does he does he think flinch is fucked, or does he think the because isn't it the uh, flinch reduction perk that gives you the fucking lock onto the head? Isn't it that it's, like, it's when a you've got that on of, and you're off target, it'll flinch you onto the target? It's Yeah, it's it's basically a combination of the flinch, the aim assist, and, and the way the scopes work, or more or less where you are in terms yeah. of... Do you know what it scope? sounds like from a coding perspective? It sounds like the fucking power ammo bug that was going <laughs> to hell take. That's, That's fucking spaghetti errored into like yep. fucking six years of code. There's no way yeah. to work out how to get it out. Yeah, it's like trying to get a fucking guitar cable out of a mess of guitar cables that have been in there for ten years. It's it is literal nightmare fuel. Um, I, I don't know. I mean. I ain't jump in whenever you want, mate. Like if you if you've got a take on it, but I, no, I feel I, like that's that's yeah, that's basically it, really. For me, I feel like I, I feel like if they're gonna do something to this to reduce this issue, this this kind of like the prevalence of the, these two guns in particular, I think that they have to look at it from the perspective of at, at the very least the scope first, because they don't want to go and change shit that is fundamental to everything. That's kind of my perspective of it because that, then it becomes a heaps bigger job and they run the risk of breaking heaps more things. Uh, I think like if they can find a way to tune these scopes so that they aren't 
providing this benefit as repeatably, then that would be the ideal for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I know a lot of people are calling for snipers to go back to the way they were uh, before they were buffed. Um, I kind of didn't snipe back then, so I can't really add any kind of weight to that. So, um, But if True Vanguard's saying it, he's probably right. <laughs> yeah, he's a great inform, dude. Yeah, he's, he's pretty on it and he's pretty good at it too. So oh, I think if that's, yeah, look, if that's the way the discussion yeah. goes, fine. Yeah, if, if 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 there's a way to make aim assist um, not uh, as egregious with those particular weapons and and in and in specificity specificity with um, with low zoom scopes, then 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 I'm all for it. I, I I don't think the I think the low zoom sort of requirement is just for the ease of use of for the weapon. The fact that it gives these added bonuses is pretty. It doesn't feel um, good to be on the receiving end of. I think is the the prevailing thing, and that's why it's used the most. Oh, it's it's fucking it's egregious. And like there are when when you've got me and Maddie sliding around corners, getting shot and pulling off fucking headshots. Something is fundamentally wrong with this game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. broke. <laughs> There's just something going on that yeah. shouldn't be going on because we should never be able to do that. But the other thing that's in the top this week is a list of uh, what will be returning weapons uh, in in the next sandbox sort of, I don't know what we're calling it, the next suite of weapons that'll be viable. So there's an absolute shitload. Cash. 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 I don't know. This feels like Bandoila. Caber and Kabir all over. Bandoila. Yeah, did you know Matt for his whole life misread the word bandolier? There's a couple of those getting around the place. Like, I can't think of any specific. Like you, 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 you be talking to someone and then they'll just say something completely wrong. You're like what? Yeah. Because then there's the moment oh, where you're not, not sure that you've been saying it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We've done it once. We're not doing it again. Uh, but there's a few old favourites coming back. Uh, the, the urinal's gift. Um, <laughs> last hopes back. The old fashioned. Oh, it's a cool gun. I, I'm not. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how like the, the farming process goes for getting rolls decent roles on these guns and and how effective and how easy it is because there's a lot there and i think if they're going to do this and kind of curate what we get back so that it, it balances out to some extent uh i'm i'm totally for it i i i am totally for it i don't think Euro, so, Euros is ever going to be back to being as bullshit as it was when it was first out i think those days have passed but um i, I remember controller because it was the first time I played PC. Controller and Uriel's gift. <laughs> Fuck's sake. We, we thought, do you remember the first week we played like comp? We yeah, thought we were, we thought we were heaps gods. good. We thought <laughs> we were gods amongst men. It was, what, it was, yeah, we were. That's, that's why we called it Uriel's gift because you just piss on people. Just piss. So, let let me try summarize. So they're, they're, they're limiting the size of the world loop pool, but sort of curating what you can get. So these, 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 this is the relevant gun. These are the relevant guns for this season. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be the ones that will be reinstituted. Yep. You'll, be able to, you'll be able to infuse these up over the next year. Uh, and I, I imagine they're going to probably look at the, the potential roles for these guns too. I'd like to think that they're going to revise this a little bit. Because if they don't, and if they're just bringing them back with the, the stock old random rolls, I think that, that adds an element of like meh about it all because you've, they're already guns that you've got. But, you know, there's a good mix there. There's, you know, and it seems like they've, they've kind of cherry-picked from a few different um, 
a few different time periods in Destiny too. You know, there's launch guns in there. Yeah, out, I want so, to see some know, of the faction like stuff come back. And, yeah, well, is the old fashioned? Is the old fashioned? No, it's the Dire Promise. But I, yeah. I want to, I want to get a Maxim back. That the sniper rifle from New Monarchy was amazing. So maybe next season. So how, are these these are world loot. So these can so be any, dropped from any any the, prime engram you get, or any any you kill a dragon, then a purple uh, octagon pops out of him. That's any of those. <laughs> and what about uh, vendors from vendor vendor loot? Um, in game, I think it's only from if you if you go to Rahul and then spend twenty five shards, legendary shards, you can roll these world engrams. I don't yeah. think you can get them any other way. It'd be interesting to see if they, if with this comes along a vendor refresh as well. I really hope there is. I think we're, it'd be fucking oh, super it's, timely. We're due it's for so it. stale. We're due um, for it. I don't think that I find it hard to believe that there's anyone who plays Destiny with any regularity that hasn't got everything they could possibly want out of those loot pools already. So I'd, yeah, well, Matt. <laughs> Matt raises his hand. I've been doing this for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny feels so fresh to me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's merit in it. <laughs> just leave it to right yeah. at the back end and come in, because then there's heaps of content. You fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my 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 good friend Anthony he's just picked up the game first time, and I just don't know where to start. I don't. Know, I was like, mate, you've got a lot of catching up to do. I don't know. Just I don't know. Just try your best. <laughs> give it a give it a crack. Try your best. So you've got a good gonna YouTube work. channel you can watch. <laughs> If you need to know the backstory, give me a give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that's that's about it. If there's anything else you boys want to talk about, by all means, what we might do is open the uh, open the chat up. Here you go. There you are. You're in. If, you, if you're writing anything, you're famous. Look, Mylon Games is fucking in there writing in the chat. It's his actual show. I'm not sure what he's doing. Um, I want to ask um, Ain't about trials. Have you done trials? Have you done much trials? Have you gone for? I, what do you I haven't. On trials? I haven't played trials since week five. I, I went flawless the first five weeks to get the um, collections done. Um, I played with Jez, Dom for the first couple of weeks, and then I, I had the privilege of playing with Sass and Aura. Um, I think I was on the best best hot streak of Crucible performance in my entire career in Destiny, and it just got a bit too much, unfortunately. So I'm sort of taking a break from that not to burn myself out which some of these complainers on Twitter probably should consider not to get Man, too angry. It, Trials is so different from every other fucking game yeah. mode. It's like playing a different fucking game. Like I love Elimination. I love Elimination a lot. It's like, I, we we, we talk about this. About like we'll go, and, we'll go and play a Trials card and play one Trials card and then go back to comp because comp feels comp. like fucking just chill out, easy street. Yep. With, you know, like yep. it's... I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like comp is so game. good now. I feel like comp, like it feels exciting to me, but it's not like it's not just basically two people, three, three people just just waiting for someone to make the most tiniest mistake, get a pick, and then collapse on them. It's like it's like going back to jalapenos after being force fed a fucking ghost pepper. That's, <laughs> that's sort of what I. That's sort of what I feel. How I feel about trials, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of it at the moment. It's it's a pretty strong analogy for trials, given the amount of like hacking and all of the negative shit that's coming along with that playlist at yep. the moment. It is like someone literally shoving a ghost fucking ghost chili down <laughs> yeah, your throat. You're like, ah! uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't play last week. I thought it was fucking Widow's Court, wasn't it? It was the the big map. I thought, nah, I'm just gonna oh, leave mate. it. I had the worst time on Widow's Court. 
<laughs> when I just hurt, hurt myself. I just thought I'd leave it. I might, I might give it a run this weekend, but I feel like I'm kind of in that zone where I'm not hating it that much. Like I'm, I'm kind of like I get in, I don't play till I'm burnt out, and I just do a couple of cards and I'm done. And if I can stay in there while it is literally the most toxic place in the world, if they do manage to turn it around, then it will seem super friendly in the future. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll have a yep. great time. So I don't know. I just think the whole, uh, I don't know. Look, we've had we've had some pretty big discussions just among sort of our mates over the over the last week about things like the hacking and all that sort of stuff and. I, I just sincerely hope that it, there's a, there's an answer in the pipeline. But anyway, yeah. um, Sticky Frano asks, "Do you think this season wasn't as good because it was PvP oriented?" No, I'll answer that from my perspective. I don't think um, I don't think that's the case. I think that um, this season was going to be light anyway. Um, I think that the you know the, the trials coming back when it did is a convenient kind of was was yes. was probably meant to be a a more significant distraction from a light season but i don't think that the focus on pvp in any way has hurt the game because let's be honest pvp hasn't had any focus on it for fucking forever so i, I completely agree i think yeah. i think trials is being used as a scapegoat uh in in that kind of line of reasoning because if you look back historically at this time of the year we've had um season of gambit prime and curse and around yeah. this time calendar wise it's always sort of been the same thing you kind of hit a bit of a bit of a low and then if you i i hope people you know don't get too far dug into negativity because this i i really liked opulence and i think from what i've heard next season could be an another opulence yeah i, 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 I think, love farming menagerie yeah i think of the seasonal models the seasonal content models opulence is by far and away being the strongest yeah. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've seen that we've seen the yarn going around on on the tweets a bit. The the whole oh, PvP needs to be fucked off for the sake of PVE. Um, and while I understand for the most part for people, it's a it's a thought experiment, more or less. Um, I don't think Glad's actually seriously tweeting out that he'd want to see PvP removed from the game because I think he understands what what that would actually entail. And you know, he's he is destiny, more or less. Um, yeah. It's just for, for mine, like, we, we do this whenever we get to this time of year and everyone's got the shits. It was the same thing last year. It was fucking late April last year that we did exactly the same thing. Uh, I don't think it's particularly fucking constructive. I think that, you know, like, and I think that ultimately everyone wants the same thing, right? Like, if you're a PvP player, you just want shit to be effective and you want to be able to have a good time. If you're a PvE player... You want your weapons to be effective and you want to have a good time. If they had to split the sandbox, fine. But I don't think Destiny is Destiny without both fucking the two prongs of Destiny, right? I think that's that's what makes it great and what stands it out from games like Borderlands or Anthem. I mean, there's a bit that stands Destiny out from Anthem. I mean, it's not shit, so there's that. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll have the... you know, Anthem is a fantastic game. Thanks, EA. Just put it in the mouth. The irony is I did get paid by EA to make a video. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. Mate, not fun. just one. Dude, I fucking made, how, was it three? I think Three I videos. Nice. Three videos. And 
those videos got more views than the fucking the entire Twitch directory. <laughs> and what, what they got twenty four views. And one video, I I think I said javelin or something. Oh yeah, because there's javelins and anthem, right? And yeah, a yes. whole bunch of people were like, "This is not the war mind javelin from Destiny Universe." I've been bamboozled. <laughs> the hands on hips squinting like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This is I, was expecting, I was oh. expecting the lore of one very particular weapon that came out with a fucking DLC content. Hold on a second there, Law Hobbit. This is incorrect. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so, so to answer your question, Frano, nah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I think the... the it's just a combination of a, of, a, of a small season and the dichotomy between PvE weapons, getting them through raids and stuff to bring them into PvP and PvP weapons to bring them back into raids. That sort of needs maybe a look at, in my opinion. But there isn't a lot of flow around the game between those two modes. I think that could be looked at potentially. That's a bit of an amateur opinion. But aside from being a slow season, I think Trials is honestly a scapegoat on Twitter. I think PvP is a scapegoat for, yeah. for, for a lot of blame for, for how this season has performed, honestly. Mm. Absolutely. I think I think as someone who's starting to play PvP, like I sort of get the appeal of it, and I think it's quite unique that you have a game like that where you grind loot and you could get a really good role, and you can go slap people in PvP. Like it's not meant to be fair. Like it's meant to be if you put the time in and get yeah. your rolls on your armor right and get your rolls and your weapons right, like you have a huge advantage. There's no fairness to it, and I mean that's that's. Meant to be the fun, right? Yeah, the, the biggest, the biggest lie in Destiny's fucking the perception balance. of Destiny is balance, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the second someone gets their super, balance is fucking gone, baby. It's <laughs> over, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I think, like, yeah, we need to do something to knock frustrating shit on the head, like when things are being abused. Yeah, but I don't think Destiny is the game that you know we're never going to see it. Fucking, you know, it's never going to be the the MLG game where everyone's sweating their ass off. Um, yeah. I think that that's and we did have a good crack at it. It was called Destiny Two, fucking PvP, and yeah. we know how well that went. Static, the new one, yeah, and, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that's worth revisiting. I think we're just going to take it at a grain of salt. And I agree with Matt. Um, to the extent that I think PvP is is kind of one of those things that it needs to be paid probably a little bit more attention than it is now. But it, it's also the thing that you can do in Destiny that is always unique, and you'll always it's always different and you get different engagements no matter what and when there's not much else going on in the game the thing that i've done and you know like seasons like this are fucking absolute poster pin-up childs for it just go and you know the, the thing that you can do in this season is improve yourself that's yep. that's it so go and go and seek that out and that you know i've i've, I've derived more satisfaction from working on my pvp game Dude. than i have for completing any raid ever at any point. You're so except- much better at PvP now. Yeah. So much better. I have my moments. I mean, if I get even slightly tired or slightly drunk, I turn into like classic old eight power slave again. <laughs> just-, <laughs> 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 just running around. There's a man like, in front of me. Oh, there's a guy with a shotgun. I definitely need to try and shoulder charge him. That's yeah. fucking wise. But I oh, mean, you, yeah, you beat me to my, you beat me to the point I was going to lead to. It's like this is the perfect amount of time because, like, it's the same thing for everyone else. Maybe like a lot of people turn to Crucible to sort of do something if they're not sort of taking a break. Then that, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. That and the other hot tip: don't play fucking Destiny by yourself if it's in the if you're not yes. enjoying it. 
jump in, play exclusively with friends. Because I reckon that's the reason why I don't get fucking burnt out on it. Because yeah. Destiny is always the background to me just fucking talking yeah. shit with my mates. Half the time I'm broadcasting it. So if you've got no mates, come and hang out with me. Shameless plug. Did <laughs> um, <laughs> it, guys. But still, I think that that's, that's a big part of it. That's a huge part of it. All right, well, unless there's any other burning questions, I'm going to give everyone fucking one hot minute to type them in chat. And if, uh, if not, we'll, uh, we'll piss off. We'll go and find some of the host. We'll have a good time. And um, this is, dude, thanks, Ain't, for coming on, man. It's, dude, you're, it's you're, more a, than, you're more than welcome. Anytime you run out of better choices and you have to scoop to the bottom <laughs> of the barrel again, um, I'm here. You know where to find me. <laughs> Anytime your respect for your own time sinks low enough for you to come on and join us on the podcast. <laughs> you, you messaged me. You're like, my, my life's been hitting the fan and I forgot to message you. I'm like, I, that's totally fine. I, I woke up on yesterday morning. I won't lie. I, I woke up yesterday morning and I'm like, because I was thinking about it because we, we, we hosted yeah. you last week and I'm like, fuck, I've got to, I've got to message Ain't because we've got to get him on the podcast. It's been one of those things oh, that I've been like, like trying, to, trying to fucking line, line up for fucking forever now. And then oh, I went, yeah, man. Um, yeah, and then I woke up yesterday morning. I'm like, fuck, I haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even messaged him. It was like mentally it was like that was what we were going to do. That was and that what was, was happening. And, and, yeah. and was, I'm like, fuck, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so like i mean there's there's a little insight into how the ddu works oh. it's just mainly run by dreams and waking up in panic sweats so you <laughs> you're sitting bolt upright <laughs> in a cold sweat from you <laughs> oh god yeah just sitting, i ain't pro who's ain't pro i think you messaged me on the morning you're like uh podcast time i'm like oh yeah i mean I, we just we were just telepathically connected like yeah we're gonna do the podcast at some point today it'll be fine we'll get there yeah we it's yeah it's it's an easy proposition these days when it's only yeah. the two of us that we've got to fucking bounce back and forth <laughs> it's much different to what it used to be all right what we're gonna do is um we're gonna we're gonna raid into uh someone and we're gonna say uh see you next week but maddie before we do that where oh, where Will the law find people? The law will find you in a deep, deep bunker. And next to that bunker is a high-tech coffin. You open the coffin up, and there it is. Not fair winter, not fair winter's lie. <laughs> Fucking Grimoire Anthology volumes, <laughs> Volume 1, Fireside Ready by Marlin Games. Thanks to 1K to somebody! <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, oh my man. god. Seriously. <laughs> 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 Shit is blown. <laughs>